Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome in to hashtag LOTL. We are Living Off the Land podcast. Uh, thanks for listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, whichever uh, you're tuned in on. Uh, give us a follow or a like or a rating on either of those uh, just to kind of let us know uh, that you're listening. Uh, f- please follow us on all of our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are now all at the LOTL podcast. Uh, so check us out there um, and interact with us uh, weekly, daily, uh, hourly, by the minute. Secondly. Yeah, all that. Is that a thing? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, check out our website, uh, lotlpodcast.com, where we post uh, blogs <clears throat> and uh, different links uh, to stuff going around Cleveland. Um, right now, we're doing Hangout of the Week and a Picture of the Week. Which, which one did you... I just posted the picture of the week, which okay. was a picture from our brewery tour we did at Great Lakes Brewing. Yeah, uh, we'll company. talk about that. We'll talk about that later, yeah. though. Uh, we're going to be posting the hangout of the week a little bit later tonight or early tomorrow morning. So uh, that's going to be on the Feast of the Assumption. So Yeah, so uh, I didn't do my job and it's introduce okay. everybody. You're watching Hard Knocks or whatever. Not now I wasn't. Oh. Oh, uh, but I thought you were... Never mind. I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> intro people. So, uh, I'm Dan. I'm here with Jordan. We're with you guys every week. We are without Jimmy once again, as he's uh, being studious and responsible down in college uh, at Kent State. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get Jimmy back on here soon. Uh, we also have a couple friends here today. Uh, we have Chad and Teresa from Cleveland Bricks. How's it going, guys? Good. Hi. Thanks. That Teresa, well, I'm pointing at her. Oh, yeah, pointing helps on the podcast. <laughs> lot, people on the radio love visual. Yeah. They love visual clues, so. I was gonna point and say. I, I was going to point and say the girly voice was Teresa. I'm the, so happy this is starting off so awkward, like I knew it would. Stop. It happens it. every week. You know, awkward is, is, it's on a spectrum, you know. It's, yeah, so uh, let me just fumble through the rest of the intro here. <laughs> Uh, so we have Teresa and Chad on, uh, who are going to be talking to us uh, about some of Cleveland's architecture and development uh, throughout the city. Uh, so Jordan will get into that with them. Um, also, we're going to go through our poll of the week and our weekly top five. Um, the top five will be centered around what we're going to talk about with Teresa and Chad a little bit. And uh, our poll of the week has more of a sports flavor to it. Um, so we'll get into that in a couple minutes. And... Uh, uh, yeah, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Wow. Great. Jordan? Let's all just say good. Good. On the count of three. Oh. Ready, three? One, two, three. Good. good. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Jordan? <laughs> yes. I, How I am was, I doing? Or? Yeah, I was asking you first. Oh, I'm doing Since great. you're the co-host. I'm doing real good. I'm really excited about the Feast of the Assumption this weekend. Um, Teresa got me... Oh, Teresa, for those you that excited don't know, you? we're dating. Well, are you... Uh, and the infamous she got Teresa me. is finally on. <laughs> You could have been professional. You know, I that's not my. <laughs> as long as you disclose your relationship to Adrian. See, I want. Yeah, well, I want. Here's the thing: Jordan talks to, about yep. me almost every podcast. That's true. That's true. You have to disclose it to Toby, in HR. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Toby was our HR guy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, or but, or, or Joanne. Joanne. 
<laughs> Joanne, if you're listening, we love you. You're great. You do you do a good HR job. Yeah. She Trisa. does. She does. She's really good. She sits next to me. It's awesome. No, she's great. She helped me with my med- medical insurance, my health insurance. Same idea. Oh, we um, Anyways, Teresa, you have interesting thoughts about the feast. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but <laughs> I want everybody to know that she's Sicilian and she bought me... What is it? The Medusa nice symbol? Medusa shirt. Which is the It's symbol a charcoal of, t-shirt uh. with a huge Medusa <laughs> on it. Well, explain what Medusa is. And Medusa is this... Some fake awful god. Awful looking lady. Uh, yeah, it's a god. Goddess. A fake god. It's a goddess. It's a that false has idol. snakes oh. all over her. Then it turns oh, yeah. to stone, right? Yep, it turns to stone. So is this a nice Medusa? It's, is so Medusa is the Sicilian flag. Well, Sicilians Sicilian, aren't nice, Sicilian so, crest. you know. We're not I mean, nice. No, I am not, not nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe so that's I one. I see, I see. But yeah, so I got that nice shirt. And then I got myself a Medusa tank top so you can match oh, during oh, the feast. No. That, that, was, that was the part where I was kind of like, okay. Oh, I texted yeah. him and he was like, oh, thanks, babe. And then you I texted him that, that I got the same one. <laughs> as long as you walk around with your hands in each other's back pockets. Oh, God. Total, that's awesome. You're right. We got to do but that. But mine's a tank top in maroon, so it's a lot different. Different colors. You know? yeah. But it's the same... So I asked her for. To be I'm just going to wear an Italian flag. Well, he asked me for a Palermo jersey, and I was like, no, "Absolutely first not." He, first, before that, so though, first, before yes. I asked, I'm just going to have this more visual. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. So to be fair, I asked for a Milan jersey. I even found her a discounted one. It was only sixty bucks. But uh, I guess she decided to, to get. It was over my budget. This T-shirt That's was fair. nine fifty. That's fair. Yeah, I can't compete with nine fifty. So. But anyways, <clears throat> all that to say that I'm doing good because I'm looking forward to the Feast of the Assumption. I hope you guys just argue the whole episode and I don't have to talk. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Or Holly should like, schnooky pokey. Yeah, just oh, like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. Don't hey, do babe. that. Precious. No, no, oh, no, no. no. I'm going to kick you all out. All right, moving on. Chad, how are you doing? I'm very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited. I've been, we've been talking about this for a while, so mm-hmm. I'm really glad we got to do it. Teresa, how are you doing? I'm done. Good. Dan? I'm great. Uh, oh, change it up. Great. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Good. Great and fantastic. Awesome. Well, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Take it All away. Right. Let's get into the main body of this interview. Um, so Chad and Teresa work for a company called Cleveland Bricks. Um, let's start off by y'all explain a little bit, an overview of the company and Yo. what y'all do. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Being from West Virginia. Um, I mean, Cleveland Bricks is really a, I like to say, a full-service real estate development company. So we do everything from rehab, renovation, new construction. We um, own and manage currently like 207 rental units in Cleveland. Um, We just had some stuff in Youngstown. And we do new construction as well. Totally semi custom build, let's say, and uh, it's not full custom. Not full custom. Yeah. So, so when you say semi custom, you mean you work with like a architecture firm and like, or how does that work? Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, we work with an architecture firm. We have an interior designer on staff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's not carte blanche for that person for the for the people buying the house. We're gonna try to steer them in some directions because I think that. Sometimes on full custom stuff, people can get a little lost. And they don't know what right, they're doing. What, and they also, yeah, I love the pink, you know, Cabinets. countertops. Yeah. Oh. Pink, right? So we ste- we help steer them, but that that comes from internally with our interior designer. Um, so it kind of sounds weird analogy, but it kind of reminds me of like a tattoo artist. 
Like, you go with an idea, but then they're kind of like, okay, but you don't really want yeah. that yeah. on your arm. You don't like, really exactly. want the Tasmanian then, yeah. devil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll do the Adidas three shots. Yeah, right. That. That's way yeah, more classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, so it's that. I mean, it's a... Um, we're, we are a... Been around since 2008, kind of started. Oh, so, oh this is a right? startup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Millennial. So, yeah. so started kind of during the the, the, the the recession, the kind of crunch okay. yeah. economic downturn. Um, and so we really, I think now, are entering that point in our career, you know, or the, the path of the company where we can look at, we're starting to hit our stride. Which is yeah, nice. mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have anything to add about what y'all do, or Teresa, or... No, he, he got everything got a good that summary we do, there. yeah. Okay, sounds good. And um, real quickly, just say what you guys do at the company, so... All right, so I do um, marketing and rental operations. Okay. Nice. Teresa? Mm-hmm. And I do all the permits, um, and I also do... She kind of, but I, yeah, Teresa, oh. Teresa keeps it moving by like going to city hall and getting gotcha. like every all day. The and then, yeah. And I basically work on permits and I have a yeah. few other things added. Yeah. Stuff like but, that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Any operational stuff. That's what I do. All right. Well, let's get in. Um, I use the word, the phrase Cleveland Renaissance. Like I didn't know. I've heard that phrase thrown around. I don't know. Maybe there's a better phrase, but let's talk about. The new Cleveland. Uh, Ten years ago, when I would visit, I visited every year of my life, even before I lived here, because my grandparents live here. Ten years ago, when I'd visit, twelve years ago, fifteen years ago, it was not the city that it is now. You know, it, it was just a lot different. Um, I always liked Cleveland, but <clears throat> now it's really becoming a place where there's a lot to do. There's a lot of restaurants. There's a lot of breweries. There's a lot of bars. There's a lot of stuff like that. So. Let's talk about that. Uh, just kind of, I want to know your thoughts. Like, you know, what, what what do you think about it? Like, is it is it healthy? Is it too much all at once, or or is it kind of we got to wait and see situation? What what are you? I don't think about? it's necessarily unhealthy because it's been going on for about fifteen years now with the start of Tremont in Ohio City, like West Twenty okay. Fifth area. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's good because Cleveland was a mess about 15, 20 years ago, and it was robberies and you know, awful things going on in Tremont and Ohio City, and now you can walk out of your house finally and it'd be mm-hmm. okay. Sure. Um, also, the schools in Tremont and Ohio City are getting so much better. I okay. know, Chad, your niece goes to one of the schools, right? right? And our, our interior designer, Lindsay, her kids go to Ohio City. So it, it's getting better. I think in about like five, ten years, it'll really be. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be even great. More. It'll be right. even more better. I mean, you know, I'm not from Cleveland, so I moved here in 2013. Oh, okay. And I actually... <clears throat> work for the community development side of things. So it's even in the last five years watching stuff grow and progress. And I don't, I agree, I don't think that it is, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's happening wrong. A lot of this development is happening grassroots Mm -hmm. and you're getting, um, you know, like local bar and restaurant owners and people that want to start these things. I think you have to be somewhat careful because, sometimes that curve runs ahead of the population to support yeah. it. Sure. You know, um, my dad was in commercial loans mm. in, the, in the banking industry for years, and the one thing that I always remember him saying, the things they hated to give loans to were hotels and restaurants, because they fail all the time. Yeah. Right? Oh, right. Somebody's, like, yeah. somebody's like, I love to cook, I want to start a restaurant. You know, they don't realize the, for sure. sh- mm. like the sheer amount of like work it goes into yeah. doing that. So I think you have to be a little bit aware of that, you know, with that kind of rush and crunch in the city, because you know, people say, "Oh, like Detroit Shoreway, where I live, we need a we need a 
like a Heinz or we need a store, we need something. Um, the, the amount of population it takes to legitimately sustain a business like that is really way more significant than any of us think mm -hmm. it is. You know, sure. there's, there are formulas that these guys do. Um, I mean, the Heinz downtown, you think about the amount of people living downtown, and that was, I think that squeaked by on the mm -hmm. numbers as far as what they sure. thought. The people that were living within that mile or half a mile radius of that yeah. place to sustain yeah. it. And that's a lot more people. The, the one that's in the old Amtrust yeah. Rotunda? Yeah. 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 You know, I they, love that building. It's an amazing building. It's an amazing space. I'm so glad that downtown, they needed a space like that. Yeah. But, but, the, but moving, Heinen's moving into that, that, that almost didn't work by the numbers. If mm -hmm. you look at, even though there's 20,000 people right there or whatever, yeah. Yeah. they were like, I don't know, it's close. And that's what's crazy. So you have to be careful. It's like, you know, people there, moving in and saying... There's so many more things, it sounds like, as opposed to, like you said, oh, I have a passion for X or Y, and I want to start my own business, and this looks like a trendy part of town, so let me go there. There's a lot more to it than just mm -hmm. that, yeah. it sounds like, you know. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. It's exciting to see, for sure, and it's amazing to see what's happening. Though, yeah, for sure. I mean, from my, like, untrained eye, like, it just looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like I said, I used to remember... Going downtown, and downtown was fun. You know, you had like the museums, you had the stadiums and stuff, but it just wasn't the hub, I feel like that it is now, especially with East 4th Street and other places like that. I mean, yeah, but so it's 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 great. So it's, it's interesting to hear y'all's perspective on that. But um, let's talk um, let's talk housing though, because I know that's kind of more what, what you guys dabble in. Um, so what do you, I've heard a lot of different views on this. Uh, I've heard a lot of people be very negative about Cleveland right now because, oh, yeah, all these other these fun parts of town are popping up. But, you know, there's still so many housing issues. There's still so many, you know, repairs that need to be made. So I don't know. Let, let's get into that because that's kind of more more a little bit yeah. what you're into, correct, with, with Cleveland Bricks. So what do you see? Like, where, where does Cleveland stand as far as, like, housing and, and what, what needs to be done, what needs to be worked on with, with that? I think, I mean, so I, I was in Montana 17 years. Sure. Right? Um, the dream of owning a house in Montana would never have been realized by myself. Okay. Right? I left there in 2013, and the average home price when I was where I was living at the time in Bozeman was like $275,000. Wow, right? I didn't know that. Okay. How much? $275,000. <laughs> it's gone up since then. I would have never guessed that. I would have right. thought they'd be like super cheap. Well, exactly. that, I mean, is that, is that like, is that somewhat of a product of just like, I, I can imagine like just how much land there is for like each piece of property. It is somewhat, but it is really, it is a product of, you want to be, Montana's amazing, right? But you really want to be in like three or four places in Montana. Right. Because everywhere else is quite honestly the middle of nowhere. Right. right? So you want Missoula, Bozeman, Billings, and maybe like the Kalispell Whitefish area, or the, kind of those four places, let's say. Helena, Great Falls, amazing cities too, but probably have less of a draw. Right. Bozeman and Missoula have two universities, Montana State and University of Montana. Sure. So people are really driven there because there's a, a fair amount of culture. Right. What you have a lot of the time is somebody from New York or California that's like sold their $1.2 million uh, 900 square foot yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like studio apartment, apartment. Right? and comes to Montana and is like, holy crap, I can buy a 4,000 square foot, mm -hmm. you know, on six acres of land for 
$490,000. Yeah. Right. And then somebody bids them. Somebody goes, I'll give you five. And all of a sudden, somebody's paying six hundred grand for that, but they still, it's a great deal for them. Right. Sure. So that's kind of that product that, that there's, that's where people want to live and be there. I say this relating to Cleveland because, you know, a good job in Montana is like a forty or $50,000 year job when I left. Uh-huh. That Those numbers don't match. Right. Right? Right. Here in Cleveland... Even now, like a decent job, 40, 50, 60 grand, mm-hmm. but a, a home, like a pretty decent starter home can be 110, yeah. Yeah. can be 90, depending sure. on where you are, right? Yeah. So that to me is a really amazing thing, and especially for somebody that, as you get, you know, as you kind of get a little older, I never wanted to own a house before, and now it's mm-hmm. like, man, I want to own something, like yeah. I want to yeah. own this house, and it, it, it is attractive to people, it is really attractive for people yeah. to come in and say mm-hmm. like, wait. I can have a regular job here and make enough money, like, to to have a mortgage. Like, that's crazy. I don't have yeah. to have. I don't have to win the lottery or inherit anything. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool thing that Cleveland. I frankly, I think should be playing up more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and saying, um, I think there was an, there was a company in town that was kind of doing some ads like that. Like, kind of here's what it, here's what a teacher salary can get you in Cleveland. And it was yeah. like you know this beautiful right. four bedroom home in yeah. Shaker Heights or something right, like yeah. that. Well, that's a cool thing is that Ohio City Tremont Gordon Square has super cheap homes. Like, still, so you get a cheap home in a trendy can, right, neighborhood. You still can find I mean, you still can find in those places now in Detroit Shore. You can still find Detroit Shore. I feel mm-hmm. like especially you know, yeah. You can find an eighty thousand dollars house that probably still needs some work, but mm-hmm. that's that's right. That's so a so it sounds like you have a lot of you know, good housing prices overall. Sometimes they need some work, but. It's nothing compared to like other <laughs> other cities. Is it I guess. I mean, is it know. is it trending up though with the popularity of those areas? Yeah, I mean the price is definitely going up. I mm-hmm. mean you know I mean because like Lakewood now is like is right. really expensive. Totally, and and, and and let's be. I mean, if you want to live in Ohio City or Tremont and you want to have a house with a garage and a little yard, you're going to pay for it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're going to pay a pretty penny for it for sure. But you're also if you talk about in other places, in other cities, Tremont, Ohio City, even my house in Detroit Shoreway is one and a half, maybe just just under two miles to uh, all the stadiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? right. Downtown is, I ride my bike to work every mm-hmm. day. It takes me, from my house, it takes me 11 minutes to drive to work and 19 minutes to ride my bike to work, hmm. right? Oh, wow. Hmm. Wow. I can, I can own a house mm-hmm. that close to town or in Tremont, mm-hmm. even if you're paying 460 grand for a house in Tremont, you're a mile from downtown, you right, can walk right. in there. Go to go to Washington D.C. and try to find you, yourself a house with a yard <laughs> and a garage a mile from downtown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First yeah. off, it doesn't exist. Secondly, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it would be four million dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, that'd be so crazy. even yeah. though even that is yeah. like an amazing thing when you think about it. You right. Know, like you're like holy cow. So, yeah. You definitely like, get what you pay for. We see money. it here because we live in this area. Is like sure. Man, who would pay? Who would pay four hundred fifty grand for a house? Well, those people may have just come from Chicago, mm-hmm. where they paid seven hundred grand for a house. That so took to them, them, two hours, <laughs> you know, two hours to get to work. So to them, it's work. actually an amazing situation. Right. Well, I guess. Didn't someone just from California buy one of our properties? They might have. Yeah, I mean, it same was, thing. They, yeah, like you can see it was super cheap to them. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a friend that I have friends that live in Chicago that paid an outrageous amount of money for a townhome, mm-hmm. and then on top of that pay an outrageous amount of money for parking Yeah, and right. have never, ever, ever, they've owned there 15 years, ever parked in front of their house. Mm-mm. Wow. Right? They've never crazy. been able to park that mm-hmm. close to their house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, 
I mean, right. And yeah, as dense yeah. as Ohio City and Tremont are becoming, it's still not as dense as like a Chicago, or New York, right. or anything. Right. So all the these are neighborhoods, right? I mean, yeah. Not that not that Lincoln Park or places in Chicago aren't neighborhoods, right? right. But these are neighborhoods. Like, people have yards. Yeah. Not, it's not yeah. one hundred brownstones packed in together. <laughs> yeah. Like no, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has, people have even tiny yards. They have yards and yeah. spaces yeah. between stuff for the most part. Even the most industrial. Like industrial spaces have that, which is really amazingly charming and awesome yeah. Yeah. to people. I mean, that is something that is so special to the city, mm-hmm. obviously. And Cleveland has huge houses in these neighborhoods. Like, if you go down yeah. Clinton and Franklin, they're humongous. Yeah. They're the mansions. Other, that's the other. I mean, and they're cheap. Go the other way and go down Euclid, and yeah. you end up in these places like going that, towards like Cleveland yeah. Clinic. Yeah, like the Franklin Castle. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. House that's all right. I was watching YouTube videos that, on the Franklin Castle the other day. <laughs> we need to do that for Halloween. It's part of my top five. What, they have what, a masquerade party. Don't don't do give it away. Do they have a masquerade party? Yeah, oh, they've been doing it the past couple years. I'm not going to that place. Oh, I'm totally. I'm going to I want Jordan to go to the Witch Museum with me. No, we're not doing what? that. What? In Tremont. We're not doing that. I did buy him a Medusa about, shirt. I'm that, all about not, I'm just going to start calling you Medusa. That's not really And then we can go to church the next day. It'd be great. Yeah, no, we're not doing any witches. You can do it. <laughs> I love it. There's no, witch, there's no witchery happening. Well, what if they have butterflies there? Maybe this well, whole relationship you know, is a problem with butterflies. Oh, exactly. Maybe you know she did Frank that little bewitch thing. Yeah. Frank knows. Like the Frank Sinatra song, Witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft. Sabrina over here. Maybe that's what this is I do have a cat, too. Is it, bl- is it a black cat? It's Ooh. gray. Oh. And you have a white cat. Have and I have a, a white she cat. She doesn't have a crow, though. Well, Georgia has a white cat, but yeah. She doesn't have a crow. That can be arranged. Don't you need I a can, crow? Yeah, I can oh, totally yeah. arrange I, that. I thought you needed a crow. Or a raven or something. That's know. Harry Potter. You can do that. You love birds. I do love birds. I'm the yeah. bird whisperer. <laughs> he actually whispers to birds. I saw an eagle a few days ago. It made me really excited. Oh, he was All right. You remember that thing we talked about, about the, the, the train and the tracks? And- yes. We got to stay on the tracks. Yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, one of the last uh, main questions I want to ask you guys is, Tremont, Ohio City, and Gordon Square are, like, super <coughs> hot. Everybody likes that, those places, right? You know, how do you see the development in those neighborhoods, though? Is it, is it positive? Is it negative? Is it neutral? Is it we don't know yet? I mean, I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts on it? I'm curious. I have a – so with Gordon Square, at least, I don't have an issue with any of them by any means. But Gordon Square still has – it's definitely traditional still. Like, mm-hmm. everyone there has lived there for years. Like, I grew up there. That's my mm-hmm. neighborhood. Yeah. And I love seeing the development of it. But there's still, like, you don't have to get a permit for anything. or You know what I mean? Right. It's just it's sometimes people don't want to adapt to new stuff. They get kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what Gordon Square is. But it has gotten a little better. And there are apartment buildings and new houses going up so i feel like well, it, it's gonna that, get better and there's like new businesses the whole battery park yeah. area is, is amazing literally yeah. brand new like, all yeah. of it yeah. uh they just redid 73rd street yeah. they're yeah. really I mean, I redoing guess, it i guess that's it i mean people you know they're scared of change it's like gentrification can be a bad word yeah yeah whatever it is but and make no mistake right any, i don't even know what that means right to be any developer <laughs> any developer that's gonna come in there <laughs> yeah it's a i'm business. not kidding right right um but the point is, like, it, if it's, it, it can be done in a ethical and a, in, mm-hmm. a, in a way that doesn't impact, like, it, that preserves the. Let's say that it preserves the cultural integrity of the neighborhood. Sure. And that's really what you're trying to do, right? Nobody is going into these places and forcing anybody out. No. Right? They're not. They're not. Um, they're not like. I don't know. 
buying somebody's house and then mm -hmm. idling a bulldozer all next to yeah. it all day to make the move for the most part, right? What they might be doing is saying, look, your property is valued at this mm -hmm. and we're happy to pay you for it. Mm -hmm. And this could be somebody who bought a house or owned a house mm -hmm. for twelve thousand dollars in nineteen fifty and it's yeah. been free and clear for years and now somebody's saying, I'm gonna give you two hundred and fifty grand for this thing or I'm gonna right. give you hundred and fifty yeah. grand for this thing. Yeah. So Man, so, I mean, so is that the process done right, like if it's a situation yeah, like that, like, you know? Gentrification isn't like that show Shameless on Netflix where like they just throw you right out to the south right. side of Chicago. Like they don't do that. Well it's, maybe not in Cleveland. I mean, no, I think no. there, there are certainly places that, that do it has that, happened. Right? Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I think but but you can do it in a way, yes. I mean like I said, there's nobody going in and saying, mm -hmm. there, there might be somebody going in and buying an apartment building, yeah. right? And say that apartment building has um, four, four units and four income assisted, four, all those four units mm -hmm. are income assisted, right? Mm -hmm. Now, at the end of those leases, that landlord may choose to not renew that. But what they may choose to do is re, 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 renovate the whole place and maybe they make it market rate, but mm -hmm. maybe they still accept vouchers, or they still accept yeah. the income assistance. Sure. Like you can you can do these in ways that make that actually a a productive thing. The other thing is, everybody, let, let me say, nobody should have to move to live in a better place. Sure. Yeah, no. Everybody wants better better things around them, better opportunities mm -hmm. to feel safe, to know, to like, man, wouldn't it be nice if you know if I had a kid and they left their bike out overnight that. Somebody wouldn't walk away with it. Like steal it. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I grew up in a town like that. Mm -hmm. People just left their crap out all the time. Yeah, Somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. A neighbor might walk by and shut your garage door for you if you left right. it open, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, part of that comes from like, unfortunately, getting rid of some of the riffraff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and and part of that quote unquote gentrification can also, you know, can lead to that. Like there are places one of one of the the amazing things about Cleveland Bricks are is that we have, and, and any developer, private developer, let's say, has the resources to actually, say there's a, say there's a, a problem house, a drug house or something yeah. like that. Absentee landlord in, in Florida. What, what you may end up having to do to get rid of that person is that the city may have to start fining them. Mm -hmm. okay, your grass is too long, you don't have a railing, your gutter's down. This process takes a long time. That absentee landlord is not gonna pay those fines. Eventually you're gonna have enough money that you can yeah. sure file like a tax lien basically against that house and take it over. Yeah. Right? That may take three years. Mm -hmm. The whole time you still have the issues of this drug house happening. Right. What a developer can do is find that absentee landlord and say, here's fifty thousand mm dollars. -hmm. Here's eighty thousand dollars for this house. Like mm -hmm. we're gonna like let's just come to an agreement. Yeah. We're gonna take it off of your hands and then we're gonna get rid of that issue. Yes, yeah. that happens yeah. a lot. I mean, that's not a bad thing. The same right. thing is that the house you've been living next to that dark house. Now you've got the problem gone. You've got mm -hmm. somebody that comes in there and redoes it. You know, then, it. Then, and yeah. now your house <coughs> right might Goes be worth right. Right. Yeah. So there are ethical ways to do it, and I think one of the things that we really look for is that preservation of the cultural sure. mm -hmm. of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't want to kick anybody out. Right. We want to like be sensitive to be sensitive to both the neighborhood the people around the neighbors and everything in the community that is there. So. And it helps that most people in our work are from the neighborhoods. Mo almost Every, almost everyone, right. except for Chad and maybe Joseph. Everyone else is from one of the neighborhoods. Like grew up there. Grew up in the neighborhoods, yeah. 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 I mean, now Joseph lives downtown. I live in... Yeah. And he does live now there yeah. in yeah. that area, so yeah. 
That's probably huge, I would think, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, great, guys. I mean, is there is there anything else you want to add to the discussion we've had so far? Or do you feel like, mm -hmm. I mean, because those are the questions I want to ask, just yeah. kind of get some more information on that, you know. Because, you know, everybody sees all the bars and restaurants, but I feel like we need to talk about the housing and, you know. I think the last thing I probably have to add is we've had this discussion many mm -hmm. times on West 25th is, you know, that huge apartment building on West 25th that oh, everyone yeah. thinks is like the project, but it's really mm -hmm. not. Like, right next to Nano? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every, I mean, people get scared seeing those people come out, but it's not like they're bad people. Like, right. you know, gentrification isn't trying to kick them out. Yeah. The, the apartment complex looks a lot better than what it was. Right. Like, these people are good people. I know a few of them who've lived there from mm -hmm. when I worked in the arcade downtown, but... I mean, it's not like, gentrification isn't so bad if you do it ethically, like Chad said. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's trying, the developers are not trying to kick these people out who may mm -hmm. need government assistance what? to pay their rent. It's just, they just want to make it look a little nice for people. Well, and maybe clean out some they like, just illegal clean activities. That yeah, and, look, yeah. I mean, a rising tide lifts all ships. Right. Yeah. Right? So if you can do stuff to create a better attitude, a better feel, a better community, everybody will benefit. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we try to do, and I think it's what a lot of people try to right. do as well. And so. it brings more money to Cleveland. It brings, that's right. exactly it. That, like I said, if there's more money coming in, sure. there's more money going out to everybody that works here. Sure. You're, the, the, the dishwasher, you know, the house, the people that are they're living in some of these places, if there's more money coming in, they're going to see more of it. Too. Yeah, yeah, sure. So. Mm -hmm. um, one of the, one one question that, well, not, not really a question. Do you got, I mean, are there any other maybe misconceptions that you can think of that maybe people think about Cleveland and what's going on in the city right now and or um, I guess going further than that like do you guys have an opinion on all the construction that's going on downtown right now with like the new like there's that new uh, what's the place on Euclid and East 4th that new like apartment uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Building oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. by uh, Potbellies. No, the Stark, Stark one is supposed to go right right next to, yeah, Potbellies. Right by Potbellies. The Stark, one's, yeah. the Stark one's supposed to go right next to Harry Buffalo oh, in, that, yeah. in that parking lot. Yeah. But then also, like, you know, what are your opinions on the renovations at the queue or you right. know, just I mean, stuff like that that's going on? Yeah, I, you know, I like, I, like I said, I came from Montana. I've spent the last few years convincing my friends that are like, why in the hell? Would you leave Montana and go to Cleveland? Now, a couple of them have visited and been, mm. and now come back pretty regularly. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I think all of that development, if you if you want, a, in my opinion, if you want a city to to sustain and grow and evolve, you've got to attract right young mm -hmm. people. You got to attract new blood. Yeah. Because um, that is how this works. Yeah. Right. A bunch of old dudes. <laughs> mostly old white dudes right. sitting around making decisions right. probably isn't going to be sustainable for the most right. part, right? So right. you've got to attract new blood. And how do you attract new blood? Creating like restaurants and bars and things yeah. in Saris and that or downtown. And that comes from less construction. Like mm. that's where people want to live. We saw, right. you know, in the seventies, everybody moved out of downtowns. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. They moved to the suburbs. Factories moved. Businesses moved. Businesses moved first, and the people that worked at those businesses were like, well. I want to continue to work here. It's yeah. a pain in the ass for me to commute to Brexville, so I got to move to Brexville. Whatever. Right. That's not the case anymore. Now these places are coming back opposite, down here, yeah. right? They're, mm -hmm. right? They're factories are moving out of Brexville and into you know businesses yeah. are doing that. Well, now people same thing. You're a 21 year old college kid that went to school and wherever you want to come here. You want to like hop out of bed in your sweet apartment, 
walk to work, you're three blocks to work, yep. at, right after work, walk across the street to a sweet bar, and then walk mm-hmm. home at night. And, right, and, right. and that's, I, I think that's a really important part of like sustaining this thing and attracting young people because yeah. that stuff exists everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Every other city. Yeah. Like has that kind has of, that. I mean, that's where people want to live. Yeah. Like young people, I'm living in downtown Chicago. I'm mm-hmm. living in DC. I'm mm-hmm. living in whatever. Right. And I think that's a really important thing. So yeah, yeah. You know, I, it is a pain, sure. Like dealing right. with the construction season and whatnot, mm-hmm. but it's a growing pain that once again I think is going to like it'll be worth it. Benefit. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, uh, so with like the Q renovation that's going on. I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about it or, or anything, but I guess there was, like, this big stink that happened about who's going to pay right. for it. Uh, I guess it ended up being, like, split between the county and the Cavs. Um, like, where are like where are your opinions on sports venues and where the money should come from? You know, should they be renovated? Does it need to be renovated? Just, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think... I think when, I think you're going to see a call for those renovations always come from the team and the owners mm-hmm. first. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I would argue that once the fans start complaining, like this place sucks. Or right. Whatever. That becomes a time when yeah, you can then, really talk then, about yeah, renovations, right. and then who pays for it. Um, sports are hugely important to this to right. this city. Oh, oh Hugely, yeah. and they are a huge economic driver. Yeah. And once again, coming from Montana, where that didn't exist, right. like you know, Cleveland has people. Are, well, I, yeah, I mean, like, I I think one of the one of the main reasons why Cleveland was at one of its low point in the nineties is the Browns moved away. I, I was at one of the last games. I yeah, one of the last games. Yeah, I was yeah, at I, the last game. Right. So you're absolutely right. Like that is a that's a huge thing. You end up kind of you know. As they say in West Virginia, sometimes you get by the short and curlies, right? As somebody, tries to, <laughs> oh as, somebody as as like an owner's like, look, dude, right? Renovate the stadium at your cost, or we're moving. Yeah. And then it becomes right. this whole numbers game of like, yeah. well, crap. Okay, how much? Yeah. How much do they bring in? I mean, right. even at the even at last year, even at the worst of the the seasons, the Browns were still probably that. If you look at everybody still tailgating, everybody buying food, yep. everybody right. still mm-hmm. paying supporting, the game, yeah. supporting, supporting like, the local business. Like yeah. on a Sunday, that's a big thing for downtown. Those people right. are still going to bars and buying yeah. food. That's still a huge thing. Because so, regardless, people are still want to have that lifestyle where they like a lot a lot of sports isn't just, you know, oh, is the team good or not? Like you have people that it's their lifestyle. Like you go to tailgate, right. you go to the bar. Yeah. You know, I mean well, So no, go ahead. Also, you can't keep a stadium the same for oh, yeah. for long. Like working for the yeah. Cleveland Indians, like we changed all that because people wanted a bar. Like you yeah. know, people complain that we lost a thousand seats plus more, but we got two bars and Barrio and Sweet Moses and yeah, everything. Totally. So you have to change the queue if you want people yeah. to come. I agree, and that came that came from more of the fans, right? Yeah, saying yeah. like. Well, yeah, we do want a bar here. We want better food. We want like, well, and that's an amazing thing about you know. You know what's funny? Food, I've, I, I'm the type of person when I'm at games, I, I like to talk to the away fans a lot right. of times, and I just because you are uh, one of the away he fans. Is an away well, fan. not when when the Astros aren't yeah. playing. I, I'm cool with Indians, but anyways, um, I love talking to. Look at what you're like, wearing right now. Yeah, I know I'm an Astros. Fan. Look, look on the radio. Look, everybody. <laughs> everybody look. Take a look. Dan, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, what I'm trying to say is. 
I talked to some White Sox fans. I talked to some other random. I can't remember all the all the fans. Angels probably and a few others. And they were like, "Wow, we're like really impressed how um, how much amazing food and the awesome craft beer that you guys offer at Progressive Field." Yeah. We take that. I feel like Cleveland fans take that for granted. It's not like that in every stadium. No. Yeah, like, no. not at well, all. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it. Uh, I mean, a lot of it comes from the fact that Cleveland is one of the biggest craft brewery mark like craft yeah. beer markets in the right. country. That is true. I mean, it's. You know, it's us. Denver is probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portland. Portland, and, Portland uh, is really big. Parts of California yeah. too. But, but um, yeah, I, I'll say I'll say for the for Progressive Fields renovations, I like most of it. I can't get over what they did in right field. Those those what the, looked the like bo- shipping the, crate freaking things. Oh, does anybody rent those? You yeah, can, like, no. You can, it's like a patio up there, isn't it? Okay, yeah, I will say during the World Series when I worked it, right, I World was Series, there. So. No, but you can depending. Okay, so if it's a if it's a packed stadium, <laughs> yeah, you are able just to walk up there and stand and yeah. watch the, the game. The only the only open that up is if there's enough people. If there's there. enough people, yeah. because yeah. you have because we had to do something. We we lost over a thousand seats. We had to do something right. so people could at least watch the game when they're in there. Right. And it's high enough where you can see everything, mm-hmm. and it just worked out the best. And they're amazing seats. I watched all the World Series games in Cleveland in those boxes, and it was the most What's, incredible experience of my life. If, could I throw a party and rip a whole thing or not? Um, could I, like, rent a box? Up there? Like, not a, not a box box, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, could I rent one of those, bo- the Bob Feller or whatever? They're not, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> a specific one. Not, yeah, give me the Feller one. Yeah. They, um... You'd probably have to run a suite before you run the box. It just depends on how many people are up to yeah. the like So if we're, playing, if we're playing the Yankees on a Friday yeah, night, they're definitely gonna you're going to definitely have to go up there. Okay. Um, but if we're playing, I don't know, the, a team that's the not... Doc, the, uh, the Orioles. Yeah. The Orioles yeah, it, or the it, it, so, Astros. Yeah. You know, a really <laughs> crappy team like the Astros. Hey, so if you, those games so if you call the Indians and you tell them, hey, I've got like... 15 people on birthday party and right. you're like I want one of those things up they're gonna try everything in their power to, to get you into a suite you just go to a suite yeah or a premium seating well, area also, or also this is kind of I mean I cause I since I work security there or did now I guess um it's just a hassle having someone up there Oh, for sure. Like, like, if it's it's not such packed. a yeah. pain right. in the butt right. to have your security right. guards go yeah. up there during a game. Yeah. And most, like, to be honest, like, <laughs> if it was me, I would just watch the game up there yeah. and not do anything. Well, because the way they sell the seats up there is they start from an upper deck. They start from behind home plate and they work out. You can't, yeah. you can't just be like, I want to sit here. It, it does bum me out. I'll say this. Like, often... It's like a nice. I love going to baseball games. Yeah. One of my, I just love going to yeah. baseball games. But often, like, I'll be like, oh, I'm just gonna. It's six o'clock. I'll throw, I'm gonna go get a ticket. Yeah. And the game's not sold out. Right. And you can't get the, whatever, eighteen dollar ticket. Right. They're like, yeah. nope. It's only. And so I've already got my heart set on going to a game. And yeah. Something like right. thirty eight dollars later, I'm now like, crap. Yeah. I just. I would love it if there was an option. Yeah. yeah. Thirteen dollar seats go quickly. Yeah. If there was like. You, you know, you, if you look on there, and you're like, "Oh, sweet, eighteen dollars tickets or whatever yeah. out there." Well, those nope. are never, oh, they're never, they're available. never unavailable, right? right? So it would be awesome if that was the case that they just did. Because yeah. I think perhaps you would get more people involved. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, well, but uh, no, just to just to touch back on the Q renovation, like I think one of the main, re- like you said, the team and the ownership are the ones that recommended that they do this, and I think they're biggest point of concern and point that they need to do this was 
the Q is the oldest arena now in the NBA that has not had a major renovation. Yeah. They've done minor things, like they replaced all the seats. They redid the scoreboard. But, I mean, they're I think what they're doing now is they're putting a whole new facade on, like, the front of the building. They're, yeah. they're making the concourse bigger, which I think they 100% needed to do. Well, the concourse I mean, in that building was awful. A lot it was of this, so cramped. A lot of this, too, yeah. I understand, is because they're trying to get the All-Star game as well. Right? Yeah, isn't yeah. That, isn't yeah that well, that, thing? too. But also, I think they're, t- they're going to take seats out in the upper deck, and they're going to put some of those, like, bar areas yeah. up some there. Some of those seats up there are garbage. Yeah. Like, they, it's they not shouldn't even, even worth have going seats Yeah, there. and they're so cramped. And if you, yeah. you, know, if you can take that, if you can take advantage of that and then say, okay, we're going to get Bruce Springsteen here more often, yeah. whatever that, and right. you can sure. use that space, yeah. more power well, to you as well. It's kind of like what we talked about gentrification in Cleveland. Like, you have to redo stuff in Cleveland for people to want to keep coming back. There's going to be some growing things, too, yeah. like you said, you know. What? Oh, I just realized he's he's he doing this on really purpose. Going. You guys can all hear that if you're yeah, listening. The little squeaky toy. He's yeah, he's doing well, this on purpose. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, that was great. great Thanks, con- guys. Great I, conversation, yeah. guys. It's a new topic. We haven't really had a topic like this on our show yet. Yeah, for um, sure. We need to do the beer of the week. I just realized we never did that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's start with Chad. Me botching brought, the uh, botch a, the intro again. <laughs> you brought an interesting uh, brew over. I brought the. The Irish Town Band from um, Market Garden. Good brewery. Sam McNulty did this stuff, and this is a this beer, which is I think it's pretty delicious. It's a yeah, red, I agree. red ale. I agree. It's good. You know, got a little nutty, nutty flavor yeah. maybe to it. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's it is good. The cool thing about this is that a dollar of every pint goes to actually to fund the Irish Town Band project. Which, okay. Um, oh, interesting. I think Ohio City. Land Studio. Land is an amazing organization. Okay. Um, it's a 17-acre plot that that they are looking to make into like a public park hmm. art and oh wow so, oh nice yeah, okay. part of that. So every a dollar of every pint of this goes to. Oh great! So you can buy this beer, folks, yep. and you're supporting a good cause. So we're now, talking about development. I thought we'd bring. Yeah, it, you know? that's a For great sure. beer, Chad. And you mentioned that you have to get this at Market Garden right they, now. They do not sell it in. I got a growler tonight, growler, and you okay. can get pints of it. It's not okay. canned, so you have to go to Market Garden. You can get it. You yeah. can get. You can get it fresh there, or you can get a growler. Correct. All right. Cool. Teresa, do you want to mention the beer you're drinking right now? Is it the same drinking. as yours? It's, no. It's no. Not. He bought it, but it's... Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Dan screwing it up again. Uh, Jackie O's Mystic Mama. Oh, Just the, another and week. And I just love it because it has mama in it. That's right. It's an IPA. It's, it's uh, an Indian. It's from India. Af- it's, IPA. Uh, that's what an IPA is. Oh. IPA. Indian Pale it. Okay, well, did you just say it's uh, an India IPA? You no, know, I don't oh, know beer. Oh, <laughs> she did. Oh. Everybody Let's make fun of me for messing stuff up. All right. Whatever. Well, we should it's really an be India making her. Oh, actually, you know what? My brothers are probably going to listen to this. No, and they're going to give me hell because uh, I don't drink IPAs. Right. So that's true. I actually, when I found out that IPA stood for India Pale, Pale Ale... I asked. I'm like, oh, does that mean the beer comes from India? God, I'm an idiot. Oh wow, you're not uh, very smart. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just gonna get ahead of that because I know yeah, my I brothers are gonna was, listen to this and they're gonna, you know. That was the wasn't the the IPA came from. Well, originally. Like they were they had to put all this extra yeah. hops 
in their beer, right, to transport it from London, yeah. right. from oh. England to okay. India without right. So that, that's where it comes from, that, and that's where the, the the vibrance of the flavor. So India that. isn't. So I'm not 100. percent But you're not so getting it from. But they don't. No, they don't know. They don't make it in <laughs> India. Let's get this straight. Uh, this Every beer. IPA has to be imported. <laughs> yeah, right. New Delhi. It's, it's gotta, like if bourbon, it's not from it's New like Delhi or or Bangalore or you know any of those hyperbad or hyperbad or whatever. Uh, that's what it's called. Yep. Hyperbad or something. You're, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. All right. So Jackie O's, it's a brewery in Athens. So if you want to go partay with, Ooh. what is in it? Ohio, Ohio University. University. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> Slam the can a little, a little, little bit more. Very great. It's a great. And Athens is a cool yeah, city. Jackie O's has a great pumpkin oh, yeah. beer, too. Uh, you ever been to Athens on Halloween? Yo. So Athens is 45 minutes from where I grew up in West Virginia. So that's where we went to party. All the college students came to the mall where I grew up and they went to party. Oh, there you go. <laughs> to get their costumes. A little mar- mall party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan. You're drinking another market. We have two market garden beers. This yeah, week. I'm drinking the uh, the old Zom, the uh, Oktoberfest, which I've never had before, and it's really good. I love their Oktoberfest. Really good. It's one of my favorites in the, from the local brews. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. You know, I almost got. You know what I saw? I went to uh, uh, Max. Oh, Max week. is so good. You know what I saw? What? Pumpkins out. Oh! Is it already time? It's, it's already it's time. Already time. It's PSL. Are we, oh, are we it's going P- PSL? we're getting basic. We're getting basic. <laughs> Man, pumpkin spice. It's pumpkin spice. It's funny you say that because the other day I saw. Wow. Like, and you're pumpkin, one of the most basic people beer. I've ever met. You know, but I'm like, an ethnic no. basic girl. So I, I, you know, right. for gimmicky uh, beers, I, I think yep. uh, pumpkin beers are some of the best. I don't disagree, but I love. I just feel like October is the time for that. Right. I agree. I agree. It's weird, yeah. it's weird like, to see Oktoberfest. Or like end of right. September. Yeah. You know, you're you're into football season. It's fall. Well, well, maybe yeah. a leaf is one leaf is right. Year, right. Maybe. But no, one we're it, today is, is <laughs> today is August fifteenth. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's still yeah. summer, it folks. It's still summer. It's still ninety degrees. Today. So get those ideas yeah. out of your head. Jordan, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, one of the newer uh, breweries in uh, Cleveland, Saucy Brewworks. Very good. We like it a lot. Um, it's called the BF Hefe. It's a Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teresa's making that. You can't see it, but she's wow, making you guys a, a are gesture <laughs> on the uh, the real. beer. The beer is great. The beer is great, but Dan and Teresa don't like the pizza. I it's, personally, like I didn't it. say I don't like it. I thought you didn't like it. Oh, well, I like it. You're, yeah, I need to go. Yeah. I thought it was good, Chad. Just right. the beer is we'll okay. Go. We'll go. It's definitely it's the, just a the, lot of toppings the, on one the, pizza. The atmosphere. Well, you don't have to get a lot of toppings. That's what I'm saying. It's probably because I put a lot of toppings yeah. on um, it. Yeah, and you put pizza, anchovies on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not my freak. favorite, but I do right. think it's good. I, I run. There's, it's always crowded. I run by there. Saucy's really good. One of their one of their owners and operators I went to high school with. That's right. He was at the Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't shout out Matt. The brewery itself is awesome. Like inside is yeah, it's oh actually, yeah, I you love, know what? It's I love actually, the spot. It's actually yeah. a great place to watch sports. Yeah, they have amazing TVs. They have a huge yeah. projector I, I, TV. I got yeah, to, we all watch the yeah. bar. Uh, we all watch Houston lose yeah. to the Golden State there right? until halftime when they half closed time, at ten. Yeah, then we had to go to Nano, and, and that yeah. was the worst experience. And that's a great that is a great spot actually. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, beer of the week. Good stuff, guys. Check out these brews. It's all Ohio beers. Usually it's Cleveland, but I got Jackie O's this time, which is Athens, but that's still Ohio. So. All right, why don't we poll of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go through our normal rhythms. Let's do it. You ready, Jan? Yeah, so uh, so our poll of the week uh, this week, we kind of wanted to throw some some uh, Indians flavor out there because we're getting into, you know, the home stretch of baseball season and the playoffs are going to be ramping up. Uh, so our question this week is, 
you know, we know the Indians are going to win the division. They're going to go back to the playoffs. But with the, you know, they, they're starting to get hot now. But with the up and down season they've had with the bullpen and the um, struggles with the back end of the lineup, are they actual serious World Series contenders? So that's what we asked on social media. Um, and now most of our demographic is all Indians fans, pro <laughs> Cleveland Indians fans. So uh, we got a total of 51 votes total, and I would say about 75% of the votes were yes, 25 were no. Yeah, um, that's about right. Jordan, the ultimate contrarian that he is, always votes no on these polls. I don't think the Indians are going to the World Series. I think Boston and if Houston he'll get out Houston, but if not, then it's going to be Boston. Well, Houston's got to make the playoffs first. That's what I mean. If Houston heals up, if they don't heal up, they're not doing anything. So it's going to be Boston. Yeah, but, yeah. Or I mean, Boston, Boston looks, could be peaking too soon, and then the A's I, could sneak that, in. Honestly, I, I, that, you know, the the Indians did that last year. Yeah, no, they really. did. I mean, that, yeah. the Indians won went on that twenty two game winning streak in uh, like the end of July, you know, into the middle of August. And they're, you know, they start, they lost the, they broke the streak, and then for the last six weeks of the season, they're like, okay, well, what do we do now? Question. Yes. Yeah. Do you think something like the 22-game winning streak, in a weird way, it's not the same as winning the World Series, but right. it's, it is a record that I think will yes. stand for it. I, in a weird way, I think it actually carries a little bit more. I don't know, clout's not the right word, but do you, do you think that's true? I see or what not? you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. That's a that's a big thing. Right. Twenty two games. Right. Incredibly huge. And, and when you play every day, I mean, you literally won a baseball game every, every day, day for three weeks. Right. I mean, I don't know. I like I get what do you think? like I want to hang my hat on like Indians world world champs, right? But part of me is like, holy cow, man. 22 yeah, games. I I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I, I think it's, it's to me. I don't. I never like maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago. You know, we'll look back on it and be like, dude, that was that was incredible. Right now, I, I mean, I never think about the Indians winning 22 games. The only thing I think about is them blowing a 2-0 lead against the Yankees last year. True. And yeah. two years, you know, two years before that, or a year before that, them blowing a 3-1 lead in the World Series against the Cubs. True that. Um, with game six and seven at home. Right. So, yeah, I, I would. Agree. I, I think nostalgically, it's going to be something we look back on and be like, dude, that's amazing. Like, like we, um, you know, for me. You know, you lived in Montana, but uh, the Indians in the mid '90s. Like, I look back on that stuff now and just, just like marvel, like how great those teams right. were. When I was in it, and I was young then, in '95, I was eight. So, what? Sorry. Oh, poor Chad. Sorry. Oh. I graduated college in '96. Oh. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was nine. Yes, you were the yeah. next. Hey, I'm go older ahead. than them. Yeah. Yeah, we're really. <laughs> but anyway, really uh, yeah. So. Um, like when I was in it, like even though I was you know younger, it was still like, like after '95 and then them blowing Game Seven in '97, like it took me forever to get over that. But now it's like, man, like that '95 right. Indians team was one of the greatest lineups of all time. Yeah, totally. No, so, I hear you. I mean, I, it, yeah, it's just a weird thing for me. Yeah, for I me, mean, for me, like right now, I just you know it's a great thing that they did last year, but like they won 102 games last year. They were. You know, probably they were one of the favorites to win the World Series, and they blew it. They choked so, in the first round. I mean, and, and against the Skankies. Right, right. 
And or I, bankies, yeah. or whatever you want to call them. The bankies. Yeah. So the bums. I um, you know, just to get to the question, I do think they're World Series contenders. Um, I think they've shored up their bullpen. Uh, I think Andrew Miller continues to get healthy. Uh, I think we're going to be good in the back of the bullpen. I think the Indians have the best starting pitching, probably in baseball. Um, for me, the Indians' only weakness right now is uh, the back end of their lineup, like six, seven, eight. I just if it comes up, like if that part of the lineup comes up in a clutch spot, late game in the playoffs where they need a run, I just I, I don't have faith that they can be able to do it. Right. So I think that's going to be their their Achilles heel. So that and just staying healthy, um, like Trevor Bowers Trevor Bowers. went on the DL yeah. and Carnacion's on the DL. Like hopefully they'll be able to get those guys back before the playoffs start. But I mean, I I, I think I think they have the ability to win the World Series. Anybody else? Jordan? You I already, said no. I think it's going to be Boston. I really do. Yeah. Um, I don't see there's any reason why we should think they're going to choke mm-hmm. or anything. They're, they're yeah. just a really good team this year. I don't think the, Yanke- the Yankees are in danger of – I do they're, think – They're I probably think... going to fall in that wild card slot, and that's a 50-50 chance. So. Yeah. I and, do think, though, that uh, we're – whoever comes out of the AL is going to win the World Series. I agree with that. Yeah. So – um, and they have home, home field advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Teresa, any thoughts or nah? Mm-mm. Okay. All right, cool. Um, okay, fine. Uh, moving on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, uh, what are we going to run through, Dan? We, well, we talk, well how, about, how about that uh, that guy we picked up from the Tigers? That guy who's in the hospital with the a... The Tigres. Uh, Leonis Martin. He's in oh, the yeah, hospital with a life-threatening a bacterial, bacterial infection. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, they, said they, haven't updated anything on they said he's in stable condition. That's all they've really said. Is it like stomach or like uh, they didn't? They like, haven't said. Oh, I, I think. Well, I don't know because a, I'm not a doctor. B, I'm not. I don't not privy to any of the information <laughs> in this case. Complete speculation. But when I hear bacterial uh, infection and that he's in the hospital, I immediately think of staph infection. That's what I think. Yeah. Like somehow he got a staph. He infection. got a cut. I mean, if he got a cut and yeah. know, sepsis or whatever, like yeah. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's crazy. That's and weird. He's dude. probably not going. Even if he gets better, like you know, God willing, he gets better. But he's probably not going to play the rest of the year. So yeah, they made that trade uh, for a center. They didn't give up anything for him, but they made that trade for a center fielder, and he's he's yeah. out. So you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe they'll try and make a uh, Jay Bruce type deal, like they did last year. Heck, heck, they could trade. They could try and they could trade for Jay Bruce again. If they I, was, I mean, man, he came through. I don't know why they didn't re-sign him. I don't know either, man. He was sense. killing it last year, and he was the perfect like. Yeah. He came through in what three clutch situations? For sure, he like, won them the game yeah. technically yeah. in game two. Yeah, he had that tying home run. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still remember watching that. We were here. Yeah. 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 That was cool. Yeah, let's uh, let, let's you know we were watching Hard Knocks uh, before we started here a little bit. Let's let's get into that. Uh, we had the preseason game last week, and uh, the Browns won. Um, quarterbacks looked really good. Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Taylor uh, looked really good. I was impressed with them. Um, they played Callaway the whole game, every single snap, <laughs> as punishment. For uh, his incident well, his, that he his, had, his nonsense. Yeah, because nobody wants to play in the preseason, right? Especially if you're a draft pick that you know you're going to make the team. Like, right. nobody wants to play. The only guys that want to play in uh, 
training or in preseason games are the ones fighting for jobs. I was going to say the ones that are literally fighting that are on the fringe of the roster that want to like make an impression. Um, so anyway, uh, Hard Knocks episode two was last night. Uh, Craig, you said you watched. Yes. Yeah. Did you call him Craig? Craig. <laughs> Craig. Wow. Who Fire Dan. Fire Dan. No, Craig. Sorry. Oh, it, it started with a C, so I assume. I'm not even close. I know you responded to that too. <laughs> not at first. Wait, wait, wait. He looked at he looked at like, me. Wait, he okay. looked at me and saw I was making eye contact. Like, oh, wait. That's funny. Yes, I did watch. Sorry. Yeah. Bill. My bad. Yeah. My, <laughs> <laughs> at least start it with D. Dave. Come on. Dave. Uh, but oh, man. yeah, uh, Jordan just watched a couple snippets of it. Yeah, um, I watched all snips, of it last night, a little snippet, and then actually. I watched uh, half of it again on my lunch break today because I'm a freak. No, I think I, yeah, but um, he really likes the Browns. So it looked like a team. Yeah, I, I think the and uh, one of the one of, I mean one of the biggest talking points right away was the Corey Coleman trade, uh, how that kind of played out. Uh, it was interesting that. Uh, Hard Knocks was actually doing a special <laughs> at his apartment in downtown Cleveland the day he got traded. So they filmed a bunch of stuff, and they actually played it on the episode to open the episode last night, and that kind of fed into him uh, getting getting traded. It looked like and, he had a bad attitude. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. So, and I do, you know, I, the thing that's nice about that show is that being in Cleveland, we hear on the news, oh, such and such got traded, or there's this incident. You're actually kind of getting a little back, like an insider's right. view to a lot of which is cool. Like, yeah, oh, right. yeah. Because some of it, <clears throat> admittedly, my mind hasn't really been on football. Yeah. So a lot of it, I'm like, oh, I did hear about that trade, or I did hear right. it. Now you're seeing it kind of play out and getting a little more. Like right. Yeah, which stuff, is pretty yeah. cool. Actually. He yeah. was literally crying in yeah. the in coach Jackson's office. And that was because he got pro, uh, demoted to he second got, team. Yeah, he got benched to the yeah. second team, and he was crying about it. Like, he's... He's goofy. Yeah, I, I'm... Well, like Jackson said, or somebody said afterwards, they're like, you know, we're trying to fix the culture here, and that's not helping, like, yeah. that kind of right. stuff. Right, right, and they I traded mean, him for nothing. They essentially right. just gave right. him to the Bills. Yeah. I mean, like, here's here. The, here's, here's my opinion on that. Maybe it's my... Like, pro athletes, they're basically doing what every kid dreams of doing. Right. Yeah. Right? Just and you're getting paid a lot of money. If you're getting yeah. paid the minimum, you're getting paid a lot of hundreds money. Hundreds of thousands it. of dollars. You're not paying right. a thing. Somebody's feeding you. Oh yeah. Working out. You're right. in great shape. Yeah. They're telling you like it's amazing. Like you know what? Like you're not like act like it. Just, These guys like, take pride yeah. in that fact. Like you know what I mean? Take pride in the fact that you're getting to do something that one in a million kids yeah. get to do. Just right. freaking like, don't be a douche. Yeah. Right. I mean, these right. guys especially mm-hmm. now are getting. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, all all made for them, all paid. Whatever you want. When they go yeah. on when they go yeah. on the road, I mean, they're given hundreds of dollars in per diem, right? Mm-hmm. For them, like, cause they they travel like the day before yeah. and like that night, um, they're able to like go like you know grab dinner in the city that they're at or whatever. Yeah. They're literally they, they make millions of dollars right. and they're given money to do that. Right. I mean, my dad played AAA ball for the Cubs. Okay. In the sixties. Yeah. Late 60s, early 70s, which they didn't really pay you. I mean, these guys had other right. jobs, right? Right. But that's one of the things he always said. He goes, you don't you don't ever pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't, those guys aren't bought. I guarantee right. you, not one of those dudes has bought himself dinner. He goes to a restaurant and somebody goes, oh, Oh, crap, God, yeah. I'm going to pay. I mean, and that was the thing. Like, my dad was like, at the time they handed them a per diem, but, 
you go to a restaurant, somebody yeah. just, yep. I'm buying that guy dinner. Like, that's a yeah. reason. I mean, or even the restaurants themselves, because they they want right. those players to come back to the restaurant right. so they can and now, say, and nowadays, "Hey, tweet or yeah, Baker right. Mayfield he, yeah. is you know came right. to Red Steakhouse exactly. You know, he said whatever. it was great. There's a picture of him, yeah, thumbs for up for sure. Right. right. So it's it, marketing for it them. It's a crazy thing to me when those guys start like, I get a little angry when it's like, yeah. you know, or I don't want to wear a suit on an airplane. Like, <laughs> dude, the, the, your per diem will buy you an right. amazing. Right, just right. for sure. Yeah, you're getting paid millions of dollars to so just not right. be stupid. Don't like, worry. just behave. You're don't, just getting paid millions of dollars to behave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. That me too. How about don't like, smoke weed? Yeah, like, yeah. like that for, kind of stuff. Well, like, we not smoke weed eight months of the year. And we'll on. give you $16 million. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, Speaking of and weed. In great shape. Yeah. Speaking of weed. Antonio Callaway yep. had a nice little incident that they right. also featured on Hard Knocks. I mean, it, it honestly blows me away that he didn't tell them. Like, I, I honestly think that's have. the biggest thing. Well, I mean, he's a 20, 21-year-old right. immature kid still. Right. I mean, so when you did something stupid, uh, like when you were growing up, did you always tell your parents? No. Not to say that the Browns, like, general manager and their, the head coach is their parents, but to the, to him, right now, he is because he's right. he's living thousands it, it, of miles it, it, it from home. It actually is kind of weird how they do treat the athletes like children sometimes. Yeah. But well, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, but. well, in this case, I mean, he's... Yeah. I think you've got to. You're he's a 21-year-old year old dude. He's right. a 20... He's a 21-year-old kid who's yeah. got a troubled past and who... I, you know, I don't know... I don't know much about his history. Who knows how well, his childhood was growing up and apparently one of the reasons why uh, he was so despondent uh, at that practice before the Browns found out he had a family situation happen. Oh, I don't know exactly yeah. what it was, but we forget that a lot of these you know, who, guys. Yeah, right. They might be okay, as in they're making a lot of money, they have a nice pad or whatever. Yeah. But their family life could be a mess, well, and that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't right. change because uh, they're so many. NFL, so many right. of these uh, NFL players that grew right. up without fathers. And right. look at LeBron. Right. Yeah. LeBron, uh, you know, and he's he's the gold standard because. Not just because of how great he is as a player, right. but the I way just, he treats his kids, the way he parents. Right. He's, he's he never right. knew his father. Right. And, and we forget, because they are such men. Right. Yeah. We forget that they're right. 19 or 20 or 21 right. years old. Yeah. You see these guys, you're like, you know, like you think they've been around forever because we, we've heard their name forever. No, they're right. like 24. Maybe. Well, they're even like, like they've been around that, forever. The guy's no, 25 years old. You know yeah. what I was? I mean, recently I was like, I made a comment about a soccer player. I was like, oh, he's getting old. He's 28. Yeah. Like right. I'm like, so I'm 27. Like, right. Right. I don't think of myself as old. No. Yeah. But I'm but, like, I'm like, wow. Like we got to remember these guys. Are like, well, that's what I'm saying, man. I <laughs> I feel like I was probably a pretty mature 21 year old. But if somebody had handed me 16 million dollars, oh my gosh, oh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact. Oh, I, it probably wouldn't right. have been drugs and hookers, but I probably have been really <laughs> fast cars. Right, and right. I would have been. I guarantee yeah. you, I would have been in trouble. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> right, oh, and, yeah. and you no. would have, you know, like if I was handed five million dollars, like. People say, well, what are you going to do with $5 million? I can find something to do with $5 million. Oh, yeah. 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 I can. And everyone's going to say something stupid. I can like, buy a couple really, really expensive right. cars. I can buy a really big house that I don't need. Right. Like, I can make $5 million well, go away like that. What's his name on the on the show keeps doing, like, the financial? Nassib, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carl Nassib. Yeah, yeah. He's not even doing it right. No. But like, he, in this episode, <laughs> his, uh, one of the old linemen called him out on it. Like, dude, you didn't even, you didn't even explain that right. Yeah. Like, like, who gives 10% interest right, right now? <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, yeah. that's an it, interesting show, though. I mean, it's yeah, it's for really, sure. Um, another another point that I I actually really liked was Hugh Jackson stopping practice and just laying into the team, because I think so much of the first episode of Hard Knocks was uh, 
Hugh Jackson being like the um, Super players PC, coach, yeah. like yeah, like like buddy to the players and all this, and they show like the first episode was more so showing him mourning the loss of his brother and his mother right. and all that, but the relationship that he does have with his players. But this one was like, okay, all right, well if you're not going to do what I'm going to say, I'm going to lay into you and make sure you hear me. So it was it was funny to hear him like cuss everybody out, cuss the whole team out. I will say start. though, when Hugh cusses, it sounds like a homeschooler cussing. For yeah, the I, well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, like you, like me, every time I cuss. But uh, yeah, well, like like last week I said, Hugh just not that he sounds fake. He comes off as a little disingenuous. Yeah, like yeah. he he comes off like some of the things he says, like like he he called Baker Mayfield my son. Right. Like he's like, "What's up, my son?" To Baker Mayfield, like <laughs> sounds so forced. He's not your son. Yeah. Like, right. Or uh, John Dorsey when he when he called Baker Buddy Boy. <laughs> All right, Buddy Boy. Well, I can see Dorsey saying that though. Dorsey, Dorsey yeah. Dorsey's just a good old like, boy. You know, yeah. old boy football there, guy. Son. Right. Yeah. Hey there, buddy. Yeah. Yes, my brother. Right. <laughs> um, oh man. So and then you know the episode ended with. Uh, Talking about Baker's development and some behind the scenes of the first game, which I thought was really interesting to give fans a perspective of, like what all goes on during an NFL game, um, all the different dynamics. Because you know people just think like you call a play and you know there's nothing that's going on. Like the amount of stuff that goes into a coach trying to get players to play the game and play the game the way they want to and call the plays the right way and like do all that is just insane. Like me just. Like, I used to work for a college – like, when I went to BG, I worked for the football team. So I got to see everything that goes on with the football team. And that's on a really small scale. But an NFL team is just right. insane, the amount of detail that goes into everything. Um, I mean, so what do you think about the, the quarterback? What do you think, Brown-wise, quarterback battle? Uh, I honestly – I hope Baker doesn't play this year. I, would, I mean, if he does play, I, you know, I think it's interesting – but if he doesn't play at all, I think that means that Tyrod Taylor is playing well and that he's not getting injured and that we're actually winning games. If we start 0-3, 0-4, Baker's probably going to get in there sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's been our problem in the past. Like, yeah. you can't, Nobody can develop For if sure. they only play two quarters every three weeks. Or right. Like, you, know, you, can't, you, can't, right. you can't get better at what you're doing. You know. Yeah. So I'd like, I'd, I agree with And you. even then when you'll see that some rookie quarterbacks will pop out just so hot. And then yeah. they always die down. Right. But, uh, but, I, but I do think Baker Mayfield's going to be a he's legit, a, he's a franchise, legit franchise quarterback. I just, I just think with the guy that we have in place, it's better for Baker to sit and learn. Like I don't think him going out there and playing rather than sitting and learning – is going to make much of a difference, but all you know, always when you got a guy that doesn't have experience, it's good to let him sit and watch, like with any job, yeah. like you know, with like working at Pioneer. Yeah. Like if yeah. like I, you know, I started out in inside sales on the phones. You st- you started off on the phones. Mm-hmm. If they just would have put us put us on the phones the first day and be like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, no and way. He'd be like, you'd be a disaster. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, you know, just like any other job, I think it's good to um, to kind of watch for a little yeah, bit. Right. Yeah. Right. Watch and learn. He says. Yeah. Son. Yeah, my son. My son. My son. Uh, All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the Browns have a preseason game number two coming up on Friday at Brown Stadium. Uh, Should be interesting. Corey Coleman will be coming back to Brown Stadium already. 
to be playing with the Bills. So that'll be a nice little storyline. <laughs> I guess uh, I read something today that Hard Knocks actually went with Corey Coleman to Buffalo to kind of oh. like chronicle his first week with the Bills. And then they're going to highlight him. Throw a little bit of that. Yeah, playing with the Bills. So the Bills. that'll be interesting to watch. Hmm. Um, so, okay, let's, uh, let's sort of transition here. Um, into our top five of the week. Uh, this is uh, something we've been doing for a few weeks now where we kind of pick a topic and kind of give our t- list of top five. Um, and this week we're going to do Cleveland architecture. So um, you guys can chime in too if you want. Yeah, but, you can uh, give like your favorite buildings or whatever. Favorite pieces of <laughs> I Cleveland architecture. I don't know much about architecture. I just yeah, so landmarks, it. buildings, yeah, landmarks, you know, anything around the city. So, Jordan, if, uh, actually, you know what? I'll go with yeah, uh, go Jimmy's first. first. Oh, Jimmy, okay. Because uh, Jimmy gave me his top five. So, uh, at first, he's like, I don't know, what, what do you mean Cleveland architecture? I'm like, so I gave him my my list of five, yeah. and then he shot it back like 30 seconds later. He's <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Jimmy's like, Jimmy's 20 years old. He's one of those younger kids. Yeah. So He's a youngin. Um, so, Jimmy's, his, his uh, number one was Progressive Field, uh, and this is... This is, I guess, in order, but he didn't really, like, you know, say why. But Progressive Field is number two's Terminal Tower. Uh, number three is the West Side Market. Four is Playhouse Square. And I think he means – I don't know if he means, like, the actual inside theater or just, he like, might, that district. He might mean that area. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, – and then he had the Cleveland Arcade, which I think is really awesome. That is beautiful. Which one? The older one? The one that you like. Which one? The one that's connected. Wait, which to, one do you think? Uh, well, there's two. There's the, the one that's in between. Oh. The one on Superior Avenue is the old one, with the he lights. He means the Superior Avenue. He means the Superior yep, Avenue. Pretty one. light one. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he does. Wait, the Fitzgerald would, Arcade's the one with be, all the stores. The no, no, old Arcade's the one with Chad's. It's the yeah. We'll both have hotels, but yeah. The one where two one six. The one where two one six. Fifth Street. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Oh, that's the one Jimmy's talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, the one Sorry, she used that. to work in. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. yeah. One of the stores. Yep, the like fits, yeah. The Fitzgerald is. <coughs> the other stores. Yep. Has so a one bunch that you, of, so the one that you walk into, like that's across from Corner Alley. That is the old arcade. Yeah, that's the that's not the, the one, one that Euclid <laughs> Superior. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. So that's Jimmy Jordan. You want to go through yours? Yeah. I don't know if this is architecture. I realize now, but <laughs> <laughs> I put the guardians because I just think those are really cool. No. Is that it's architecture? Bridge. It's part of a bridge. So it bridge. is. Okay. So yeah. I think the Guardians are really cool. I love that idea that they're like the Guardians of the city. Uh, Terminal Tower is one of my favorite. I love skyscrapers, and Terminal Tower is one of my favorite. If you look at the history of it, when it was built, it was so above, way ahead of its time. Back. It's actually just bought. Yeah, they're gonna do like and they're gonna be putting stuff, apartments but, and stuff. In but there. but Terminal Tower originally was like way ahead of its time, like when it was built, and uh, it was one of the taller buildings in the U.S. at the time. But um. Mansions on Lake Road. This is what I mean, the, st- the stretch from, like, Avon to, like, parts of Lakewood. There's just a whole stretch of just beautiful mansions, like, on Lake Road, and I love that. Um, uh, I love the Cleveland Art Museum building. I think that's really nice. Um, don't know much about who built it or all that, but I like it. Uh, and I like Westside Market. It's a really beautiful building, um, iconic in the city. So There's his word. He loves that word. Iconic. He loves that word. Iconic and vibes. Yeah, Yeah. those are his two buzzwords. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right, so for me, uh, number one, Terminal Tower. I think it's basically the symbol of the city. Yeah. Everybody knows what the Terminal Tower is. Um, My second, actually, is like we mentioned earlier, the Amtrust Bank, the old Amtrust Bank, the Mm -hmm. Heinen's downtown. I just love that rotunda. 
just walking in there and how they were able to basically like put a grocery store in there but keep the look of everything in there I thought it's really cool um, another main symbol of the city it's on like a lot of logos uh, Market Garden has it worked into their logos the Guardians um, on the bridge um, oh you have them too oh, yeah. yeah I didn't realize that uh, Westside Market you know the the tower that you know stands on the one corner above the actual market. Um, I think is as Jordan would say iconic to the city. <laughs> and then uh, I, yeah, yeah, he does give a good vibe. What you know, Westside Market gives off great vibes. It has great vibes. <laughs> but uh, for me, rounding out the list is Little Italy. I just love everything about Murray Hill and the area down there. Um, like nothing's been touched. It's like, like everything is how. The mafia intended it way back when. That's right. My oh, grandfather. Goodness. My late grandfather. That literally was where the mafia was. In, oh, my god! In, like, the 40s and 30s. Oh, my God. That's why we're going there tomorrow. I got a book about it. It's coming soon. Speaking of which, going there tomorrow. Why oh, are we wait, going to Little Italy tomorrow? Wait, hold on a second. Are they oh. going to give... You guys want to give your... I'm really bad today. No, yeah, I think... Just, I, mean, I, I would agree with most of those. I, um... I tried to really have a good transition. I'm a runner, so I... It's nice to run around the city and just... Yeah. Notice a lot more. And it's funny, I've been running from work a lot of days. I'll go for oh, a yeah. little lap around. Is there a reason why you're running from work? <laughs> no, I'm actually <laughs> running from work. Leaving from work for a run. That's funny. <laughs> um, but you know, the, all along St. Clair, Superior, all that, there's, you know, there there's is just a, a ton of cool, like, yeah. I'm a fan of, like, I love the Art Deco stuff. Yeah. But I also just love this kind of cool, like, 30s and 40s industrial, yeah, like these crazy weird big brick buildings. But then if you if you're running by, you're like, you can appreciate, yeah, like that. look at this cool like sandstone archway. Mm -hmm. or, and and running, like I've noticed just a lot more of those places, which are, I don't have anything as you know specific, but yeah, it's one of those things that adds to the charm of the city. If you just yeah. walk around, you're yeah. like, oh, holy cow! Like, mm -hmm. They film movies on that. Street. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean. Like there's a lot of for it's, that look. Like it's stuff that. Uh, for people who make opinions about Cleveland that have never been in Cleveland, we'll never know about. Yeah. Totally. Unless you're here and either you live here or you have, like Jordan, until he moved here, has had family here and visited all the time, you'll never experience. Right. right. Like right. people can tell you about it. And so, like, you know, there's all these articles that come out now about how Cleveland's like on the rise and how, you know, Cleveland's got, uh, you know, Ohio City and Tremont are like boroughs basically of Cleveland, kind of like how Manhattan and, you know, Brooklyn and yeah. the Bronx are yeah. from New York. But, it's it's hard for somebody who's not from here who hasn't been here to quite understand that until they're actually here and experience it. No, right. And and remember, most cities in the 1970s bulldozed and got rid of all those cool old historic right. buildings. Right. They all disappeared. There's not a lot of places anymore that have right. that, and that's yeah. a cool thing to see. Like, you know, I live near St. Stephen's Church, which mm -hmm. is absolutely unreal. It's from the late 1800s, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. But yeah, the, you know, like that stuff just doesn't exist anymore. Because somebody, right, yeah. somebody in 1971 was like, you know, we should put up a weird concrete building with no windows in it. <laughs> right. And everyone else was like, sounds good. Bulldoze that building from 1803. <laughs> right. That'd be great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's a good point. Well, it uh, it kind kind of reminds me of uh, the two. I mean, the Great Lakes tour we went on, where we went up into yeah. that that I don't know, you call it a party room or something. Yeah. yeah. Up the there, yeah. but they had those like. I don't know. Were they sandstone letters? Sandstone. Yeah. They're sandstone like giant sandstone, letters yeah. of the old brewery. the old brewery that was there before them, and they kept that that's because awesome. right. yeah, uh, the really owners cool. of Great Lakes, I guess they told you know they told us that they're huge history buffs, 
So, and actually down by their production, in their production facility, they have a little sliver of the original brick road that was, um, that was made primarily for the old brewery for the horse-drawn carriages to come transport the beer, uh, back and forth. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was really cool uh, to see some of that. My mom has a a thing in her yard and you wouldn't know what it is looking at it. And it was from an old, the old city building in our town from like. 1800s and they tore it down my grandfather took it it's one of the like it's not a gargoyle it's like a cornerstone yeah sure. of that you know that same way yeah. that's cool right. and that stuff most of it's gone right most it of it, the bricks from it ended up in a landfill and are gone now yeah yeah but i mean even you know even if stuff like you said just gets like knocked down if like you're able to salvage yeah. just a piece and incorporate it into like the new um, something right. building yeah. i think that's just great you know great to see so Teresa. What's your favorite? My favorite are um, Fitzgerald Arcade, just because that's like home. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. I used to work there. I managed mm-hmm. this local business. It was like my favorite job ever. So that one um, is probably my number one. Two, it's not really a building, but it's the cultural gardens. Yeah. Just because those are like super pretty and mm-hmm. they're just fun to look at in the summer. Um, Art museum for sure. Uh, Guardian Bridge for sure. And then the and then Mocha. Because it's kind of like a cool uh, museum of contemporary art. Oh, mm-hmm. I was thinking like yeah. saying coffee. 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 Yeah. No, nope. like, yeah. what are you talking about? No, yeah. <coughs> I mean, and I really like Cleveland Heights. Yeah, that's probably besides East Side. Besides Gordon Square, Cleveland Heights is my favorite neighborhood. You do in like Cleveland. You do like. We it's, don't talk on the East Side. I absolutely love Cleveland Heights. It's cool. We pretend like it's it just, doesn't exist. You know, because you can't get there. Yeah. That's the reason. That's a problem. You have to take that a plane to get there, basically. Like it sucks. <laughs> a helicopter. Yeah. But it's. <laughs> But it's cool. So I like Mocha a lot. Those are my top cool. five. Awesome. So back to what I was saying before, you know, I rudely cut off our guests. Uh, where are we going tomorrow, Jordan? Oh, uh, I believe we're going to do day How one of you? the Feast of the Assumption. Uh, day two. Day two. It's actually no, going Today's a feast day, if you didn't us. know that. I meant for us. Today is oh, a okay. feast day. Yeah, I'm not Italian. My mom so. texted Did they have me, the parade like, today? You and Jordan should go. <laughs> they, no, that's a uh, Saturday. No, they, they did. No, they had. It's uh, the last day. Is the parade? They had. Um, they had oh. a you, mass today to, to kick it off mm-hmm. or something. That's yeah. what it was. Do you know they why celebrate. they're not doing it on Sunday this year? It's uh, just the way the holy day fell. Oh, it's it's Depends based. On the okay, holy that day. makes sense. That makes yep. sense. Yeah, but it's whatever Medusa says. It's whatever Sicilian says. Medusa just all the snakes in unison are like, do it only Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah, yep, so that's it just their, that's it falls on the holy day. That's the way a snake talks. Yes. I mean, you have to hiss. He's yeah, that's, so that's cliche. About, he's awkward. Everybody You're thinks cliche. hiss, but they don't. You're cliche. Um, oh, oh, you didn't. This is the f- the festivals, events, and activities preview. Right. That's why I was. My yeah, segment. That's why I was trying to. I was trying right. to. Yeah. Well, the feast of the assumption. We're a train wreck today, folks. August fifteen to eighteen. You heard it here first. That's right. Probably not. You probably heard it from somebody else. If you want to be with a bunch of Italians, or actually more accurately put, a bunch of people who just wish they were Italian. Exactly. Is this kind of like uh, the uh, Irish festival? If you festival? just want to go What's to basically a Case Western Reserve What's the Irish uh, thing? festival. I can't remember the name of it. How dare you. St. Patrick's. Patrick's Day? I forgot the name of it briefly. Is this kind of like that? How everyone thinks they're like Irish yeah. or whatever, but I, they think yeah. they're Italian. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Great food. Great fun. Uh, it's so much fun. I don't even know how to It's my it. favorite. It's you, you get to be surrounded by a whole bunch of people having fun, and that's yeah. what it's all about. Drink, we have a little argument going on. Drink Peronis, eat some cavatelles. Go to get some Yeah, cannolis. I'll definitely have cavatelles tomorrow. Oh. 
Whatever um, that is, I don't even know. Cavatelli. It's a, it's, oh, uh, it's a cannolis. You've had it's a type it. of noodle. Cavatelli. It's a t- it's pasta. Okay. It's pasta. Great. Uh, cannolis. Can we get espressos and cannolis again, please? I, I got espressos and I got hyped. Well, I was yeah, espresso. So yeah, I, like, I was like, whoa, because I was a little drowsy. Put some punch in it too, man. I had that espresso. And I you was ever like, had punch? We're gonna be out here till midnight. Oh my god, and that later. was like the loudest sound <laughs> ever. So it just reminded me. You, you know? ever had punch in your coffee? No. Oh, what's that? It's an Italian that? liqueur you put in your oh, coffee. No. I don't like putting liquor in my coffee. Well, that's Jeez, because you don't know how to have fun. I do not. You gotta Irish up that um, Yeah. Yeah, I remember we tried that once. No, because like, we didn't have Bailey's. We had yeah, Mark's drop a shot. Drop something. a shot of Bailey's oh, in it. It was the same Car bombs. thing. Like, she knows the taste of Bailey's I, versus off-brand Bailey's. Okay, but I can't... Mm-mm. No. Anyhow. Don't Chad, have you been to the feast? No. Oh, Chad, are you going to go to the feast? You don't have to go. No, it's I don't not... like to go. So <laughs> don't, don't, don't let her influence you. It's always around this time, isn't it? It is, yeah. So... This is a time that I, my family, brother-in-law, sister, everybody meets back in our my hometown, West Virginia. There's a half oh, marathon gotcha. we do. Like I'm, I think I'm gone every year for. It. I would yeah. like to do it. I just never, right. yeah, never make it. So yeah, you're not missing much. No, no stop actually, it. It's an Italian festival. Actually, she's Sicilian. Like, she's not really Italian. You're, you're, that's why she doesn't like you're it. Missing that's a true. Lot. That's really funny. That is true. I mean, she's Sicilian, so she's. Right. I, I do love a little Italy. They're the ones I, that gave Italian the bad name. Anytime I have an excuse to go over there and eat my face off is a fine right? thing too. Mm-hmm. I just. Do you like Italian food? I do. Yeah. So Who doesn't like, like it. Italian? I, just that's like sure. asking if someone I doesn't. I love Olive Garden. Oh. I always say. That's what. That's what I get for calling you Craig. I, I always say that to them and they hate it. Oh, I actually had the chance to get a gift card to oh. Olive Garden or Texas Roadhouse, and she's like, "Well, if you get Olive Garden, I'm not going with." And you. it was his birthday, and I was oh, like, "I'm right. not going to Olive Garden like, on your birthday, whether you want to or not." I guess I'll do uh, Texas Roadhouse. That was pathetic. You know, that was, a, that was actually, still pathetic. That was actually a really good steak that I got. So. It was good, yeah. Uh, all right, so the next event we have, and we're almost done. We have the Burning River Festival. This is the same time essentially, but it's just Friday through Saturday. Old Guard Station on Whiskey Island. It costs fifteen dollars. That gets you into the. It's it's essentially a music festival. Um, the band, list of bands is on BurningRiverFest.org. Um, tickets benefit charity. There's music, food, and beer also sold, and it goes from six to eleven on Friday and Saturday. Looks. I've never been, but it looks I like it's either. pretty cool. We're, but I like Whiskey Island. Yeah, it's yeah. been going on since two thousand one. So this is actually you could consider this a Cleveland staple. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then another thing I discovered today that we might want to check out on Sunday, maybe, maybe, I don't know. The third annual Flats Festival of the Arts. Yes. After you go to church, right, Jordan? Yes. Um, okay, good. Right. Yeah. Does Tottenham totally. play? No, Tottenham plays on Saturday, so I'm good. Okay. Um, third annual Flats Festival of the Arts, August 18th through 19th. Uh, this is Saturday and Sunday. Flats East Bank. It's free. There's music, food, and drinks, of course. Uh, there's no such thing as a Cleveland Festival without those three. Um, thousands of art pieces for sale. Uh, it goes from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday. On Sunday, it's 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So you can visit it. We'll, we'll drop the links on our, on our uh, social media Sweet. website. So, yeah, that's it. And then uh, picture of the week is probably going to go up tomorrow. Yeah. Because I was lazy and didn't do it today. You mean, you mean hangout of the week? Whatever. My bad. Did Hang you out. guys want, before we wrap up, did you want to go through the questions I gave you guys? Sure, whatever. Yeah, we'll close out with that. So right, our guests. Uh, Chad, you want to go through favorite Cleveland hangout? Yeah, I said I really can't pick one, um, which is a lame cop-out. But, uh, oh, Chad. I do live in the Detroit Shore neighborhood, and I really, I mean, 
I try to rotate. I mean, between mm-hmm. banter, super electric, Astoria. I love like Il Rione, the new pizza place. Down there. I still oh, have to go there. It's really good. It's very good. I, mean, I still need to go really there. There really is so much stuff, and I just yeah. Part of it is all of it feels tributary in a new bar. Like all of it feels like a neighborhood bar. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, none of it's and, a and chain I, either. Well, no, yeah. nothing's a chain. Right. And I, and I sit in that weird thing where I walk in and people are like, hey, man, how's it going? Like, they right. know you. Like, yeah. it's a cool, yeah. uh, it's a cool little thing there. Um, what's Jordan loves Astoria. It's yeah. an amazing I don't, I don't No, like I told Chad about it. Yeah, yeah, I, know I did, like yeah. It. I like um, the market part of Astoria. That's about it. Well, and that's another just, like, you can go get really, they have great beer good, selection. You can get good lunch meat. Too. Really good meats yeah. and cheeses. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's a really That's the part I like about right. Astoria. Um, what did I say? Oh, my favorite Cleveland athlete who is no longer, was Del Vidova, who I just oh. <laughs> Delhi. Delhi. Everybody loves Like, Delhi. that dude, he's not a basketball player. He's a rugby right. player. Right, but he plays basketball. And he is scrappy as hell. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, <laughs> and, I mean, to watch him play, like, the yeah. guy's, like, laying out. Yeah. Right. To tr- I mean, I just loved him to yeah. death. Like, yeah. I was really He played bummed. so hard one finals game that he had to go to the hospital because he was dehydrated. That's how hard he played. Yeah. And, did you, and anytime anyone would say anything, LeBron would like, you better match. Right. Like, LeBron would be like, you don't talk about him like that. Right. <laughs> like, I, I freaking love that dude, and I still do. That's so, awesome. Um, neighborhood has got to be probably Detroit Shoreway. I said my favorite sports team was the Tribe, of course, or my four-year-old niece's Steve-Ball team, which is <laughs> nice. unbelievably Aww. frustrating and hilarious. Are you the coach? No. no I mean, I mean, you can't. It's just all I can say is to watch a bunch of like four and five year olds play T-ball is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing ever. Um, favorite movie, True Romance. I made Teresa yes. watch a clip True today. True Romance. It was, so it was uh, written by Quentin Tarantino, directed by Tony Scott, who did um, Top Gun. Oh wow! So it has Val Kilmer, Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Dennis Hopper, yeah. Gary Oldman. Amazing movie. Val Kilmer, underrated Batman. Agreed. He's a very underrated Batman. Agreed, and he plays this weird Elvis character in this movie. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then I said, non-Cleveland sports team is probably the Cubs because my dad played AAA for. Oh uh, yeah, that makes so sense. So I was, I was having, a bit of a, <laughs> I was having a bit of a, yeah. a battle during the World Series. Yeah, for sure. Like because the Cubs had not won it forever. I'm a Clevelander now. I wanted right. Cleveland to win, but I was. So you weren't necessarily like. I was not super. Upset. I was not super upset. And I know it made my dad's. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. No, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Cool, Teresa. All right, T. Favorite Cleveland hangout. Um, favorite Cleveland hangout art museum. One no. because I really like art. Two because it's I'm free. Just kidding. No, it's actually. Right. <laughs> so no, yeah. it's yeah. No, I'll go to the art museum anytime. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Awesome. You always have exhibits. Yeah. Do you ever go to the mixers that they have on like Friday nights? I went to it once, um, and it was amazing. It was like a Halloween one, and. I mean, spooky. Spooky. No, it was really cool. Yeah, I need. We need to go to another one though. All of us should go. They're fun. Yeah. And you, it's just networking. Yeah, for sure. We could pass these out. Yeah, the ones yeah. with the misspelled word on it. Oh, we had to bring it. You know what? I realized that. SoundCloud. Is yeah. That a sound. It's cloud? a new. It's a new techie. Uh, <laughs> we misspelled the word on our business card. We left a D out. I can't. I can't. Here's the sad thing: is that I told him I was like, do not buy five hundred cards. 
something's gonna happen. And he was like, no, that's a dumb idea. I'm buying I, 500. And I'm like, don't do it. He bought 500. Well, I happened. can't blame him because I proofread him and I missed it too. So yeah, we had like three people. We all proof- I'm pretty sure you proofread. I did not proofread it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted no red around the uh, trim. How dare you? I know I was not. Hey, it looks like a playing card. It literally looks like a playing card. It looks good. It looks sleek. That's yeah. good. That's right. Thanks, Chad. Um. Okay. Favorite athlete, Lindor. Oh. I think that's who I. It's Frankie Lindor because yeah. he's good. <laughs> Whoa. What do you mean? No, he's a good athlete, and I just find him incredibly good looking. I I knew it. He is hot, he's and that's Rican. why I like. He's I have a thing so. with Hispanic, yeah, he's like and fake I Mexican. love it. Yeah, fake. Yeah. Well. I hope he's yeah. listening. Maybe he'll I hope he's listening. Hey, no. Oh, I'm Lindor, sure he listens. No, to he has a girlfriend. I check all the time. Three, favorite Clarence Hangout. <laughs> oh, you know, just so everyone knows, Teresa has a boyfriend, too. Oh, what? <laughs> what? I do? Really? What? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> favorite uh, Cleveland Hangout, uh, Detroit Shoreway, obviously, because I grew up there. Um, favorite Cleveland team, Indians, because I like, I mean, I work at the Indians, so Dumb. just kind of fell in love with it. Uh, favorite movie, 500 Days of Summer. Stupidest movie. No, it's a good movie. You've never seen it. It's an indie movie. It's about um Oh, it's all hipster. No, it's about a, a girl and a guy who meets at work. Uh the guy Office likes the girl. Romance. Is it a rom com? It's a rom com. Ooh, I might like rom-com. it. I love rom com. But the guy fell in love with the girl way harder than she fell in love with him. She really didn't even like him. It wasn't really exclusive. She broke his heart. They oh, it's broke like the up. Story of my life. Oh, do you yes. want to spoil the ending? What do you mean, yes? You don't know anything no, about no, me. No, no, I'm not going to spoil it. That's Shyamalan. basically what it's about. <laughs> and then and eventually... They in the 1800s. Yes. Well, no, <laughs> well, it's it's a cool movie. I like it. You, you guys would like it. You'd love it, Dan. I Teresa knows everything about me, so yeah, she would know. He would loves it. rom-coms. I, yep, like I do. Rom-coms are hit or miss. It's good. Like, and... like your takes. Oh! <laughs> Oh, he went there. And then favorite non Cleveland sports team. I put the Yankees because my Whoa. mom's from New York. Or, Get out or, or the Trader pi- for no, no, no. Jordan Trader for prospects. Trader for prospects. Or the Pirates. Oh my god. Hear me out. No, hear me out though. I like the Pirates because my dad's obsessed with the Pirates and he played minor leagues for Pittsburgh. Oh, so it's kind so, of like so I. So you're pulling a Chad. So I'm pulling oh, a Chad. She's pulling a Craig. Like, I, I'm pulling a Craig. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, we are totally off the tracks. Well, good thing we're done. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that's gonna do that us. That was a long. That's episode. gonna do it for it. What? That was a long, that was episode. A long episode. Yeah, we're in an hour and a half. So. So sorry. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. That's right. That's right. Sure. Miss miss uh, misnaming people and forgetting things and yeah all that stuff interrupting and um, so that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking in. Uh, once again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at the LOTL Podcast. Uh, also check out our website lotlpodcast.com. And we will be back next week. Uh, I got a text while we were doing this that Jimmy will be back next week. Oh. Yeah. 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 So we'll have the full crew back next week for you guys. And we will be talking uh, Browns preseason game number two. We'll be talking some more Indians. Uh, We're going to get back into some of our reviews. Do you think we're going to get to working class brewery like we've been trying to do? I don't know. Are we? I have been trying to do this for literally a month. It's a good question. Are we? I'm always like, I'm going to working class this week, and I never do. 
I do want to go to work. Once again, you guys can't see it, but he's I'm yeah. doing the hand. Like a Neand- he's, yeah, typing like a Neanderthal. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we will see you. We're not going to see you. Wow, we guys. will. We're gonna hear you. We'll be with. No, we're not gonna hear him either. We don't even hear them. You can listen to us next week. Uh, check check out uh, our episode on SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud. Though. SoundCloud. Not yes. SoundCloud. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So thanks to yeah, Teresa thanks and uh, Chad. Don't call me Craig. Uh, for being with us, we really appreciate it. Hope thanks you for your insight fun. and everything. And yeah. uh, we will see you guys later. So for Jordan, uh, for Chad, and for Teresa, I'm Dan. Uh, this has been Living Off the Lamb. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.